Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue? Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. Listeners reach out to us when they want to give an apology or demand an apology from somebody else. Uh, This is Denise from Glen Burnie. Hello, Denise. Good morning. So are we going to ask for forgiveness or demand an apology today? Oh, we need to demand an apology from the kids. They keep vandalizing my place. Oh, no. What? What do they do? Well, it started with uh, my mailbox. I have this handcrafted mailbox that I've had for years. And I came home uh, last weekend and it was smashed, dented. It it was bad. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I went to my doorbell camera and realized it was these two kids from up the street. And so I actually went to mom and uh, showed her my footage. Yeah. And, you know, the kids are crying and apologizing. And, you know, she actually offered to pay for it as best she could, even though, you know, obviously monetarily it's very sentimental. But, you know, she did try and make amends. And I thought we were cool (laughs) a day later. And I've got two pumpkins on the side of the garage that I hadn't carved yet. And they were smashed. And I mean, completely smashed. Oh, no. And I I spent, you know, hours going through my footage from that, that day and evening trying to get some evidence. But obviously, they came in from the other side of the house. But... I, you know, I, I've lived here forever, never had an issue. Now suddenly I have two in the same week so span. What, but you didn't, you don't actually have footage of that, of them doing I do, anything. I don't, I don't. But, I, you know, I went down to talk to mom and, you know, I left him a note. I've been down on the property a couple of times. I it, it, There's been cars in the driveway, lights on, feels like they're dodging me almost. <laughs> and, and, That's a little weird. So wait, you tried to go and talk to them again and you can't get a hold of nobody. Right. Yeah. That's a little weird. I, I, I don't know who else it would be. You know, it's not like I have enemies in the neighborhood. I've lived here a long time. It's yeah. It's just too much of a coincidence. So you think saying. you think this was like, uh, retaliation. like a, like a retali- yeah, retaliation kind oh, of yeah, thing? Oh yeah, they got in trouble and they're mad at me because I told on them. I, they're teenagers. So what, what else would it be? I, and, and, you know, I, I'm just, I feel like this is not a good life lesson for kids. Like, mom should probably deal with this. And then, you know, what's going to happen next? They're going to kill my cat? I mean, you know. No. Wow. <laughs> um, no, I, I would hope not. Um, what does it sound like to you, Jess, just with facts alone? Do you think... That they did it? These kids came... Because we have we have, don't have footage of it. We have no evidence that they actually did this. Do we go in, like, accusing... I think it's kind of weird that they're basically dodging you and not answering, you know, like if are they clearly home and they're just not answering the door? It's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, I think that's a little weird. And I think the timing of everything for it to happen back to back is a little bizarre. But you said that you said the first time Angie was pretty responsive to to making things better. Yes, but I also caught her off guard. So, you know what I mean? She was kind of backed into a corner. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, this week was a little weird because... So, you don't actually have Angie's phone number, correct? You guys just know each other 
neighborly-wise, correct? Yeah. Okay. Correct. So that was what was so tricky about this, was we had to actually track down Angie, right, to get her through, through Facebook, to get her information, to then call her, to then explain there's somebody that wants to bring her on this radio segment that we do mm-hmm. that wants to either ask for forgiveness or demand an apology, right? She doesn't know who it is this week. So I, I would assume... I mean, I think she might be be caught off guard a bit. I don't I don't think she thinks you're trying to get a hold of her. Well, this is what we do then. So Angie has agreed to come on this segment. She doesn't know who it is, but when we explain the situation, can we make this better? Hey Denise. Hey. All right. Are you ready for it? Sure. Okay. Just don't say anything though until we um we tell Angie who who's on with the segment, okay? Okay. Perfect. Then let me get on Angie. Hey, Angie. Hi. Thank you again for doing this. Sure. So, you know, like we talked about, anybody that you would think that would want to bring you in for a segment about, you know, forgiveness? No, I I honestly can't think of of anybody. Okay. Well, uh, the person that wanted to this week is your neighbor, Denise. Did you by any chance get my letter about your boys smashing my pumpkins? I I did, but I, I have to be honest with you. I have talked to my boys about this, and they have sworn that they did not smash your pumpkins. And I have no reason to believe that they would be lying to me. If they tell me that they haven't done it, it, it makes no sense to me to continue on berating them if they didn't do this. Well, the timing is circumspect. I've never had an issue in this neighborhood until, you know, they got caught on on the cameras. And this time around, they came in from the other side knowing where the cameras are. It's a little strange timing, don't you think? You don't have them on footage. No, I don't. Then... Why would you? Which just means they're getting smarter. My, I, I think I take offense with that, Denise. Okay, hang on. So, so you're saying, Angie, you're saying the first time this happened with with the, with the mailbox, they were more than forthcoming whether they did it. Yes, absolutely. But why didn't you respond to Denise when she left a note about the pumpkins? Because I asked them if they did it, and they said no. So my assumption is she just assumed that they did this. Well, and my assumption is they knew they weren't on camera. They came in from the other side purposely so they didn't get caught on camera in retaliation for me telling on them in the first place. Well, okay, so this... See, if you don't have anything on camera, I really don't think you should be making accusations. Well, that's okay. That's not reasonable. This Okay, this is tough because I know what Denise... Denise, you're, you want an apology from the boys. Do you want pumpkins replaced too or are we just okay with an apology? Absolutely. We don't have evidential proof yeah. the boys have already said they didn't do it mm-hmm. so do they owe her an apology for this i think i'm a little i can sympathize with denise because whether i mean no matter what the boys said i just feel like it would have been good for you guys just in your neighborhood for your guys's relationship if angie along with your two sons and denise could have had a conversation but to me it feels suspicious because you guys have been ignoring her yeah why why not just address it when she left you a note Because, to be quite honest with you, I found the note a little bit offensive. Because instead of saying, this is what happened, can we have a discussion, she said, your boys did this. 
and I have no reason to believe yeah. that they're lying to me. Okay. Well, Angie, you got to look at it from my perspective. I've been in this neighborhood a long time, never had an issue. Suddenly, twice in the same week, it's odd. It, it, okay, I will say it the is timing, bizarre. And the, the first time we have evidence. Well, let me let me do this. If you guys are okay with this, because the phone's ringing. Usually, when we can't agree with it, we just turn to we turn to you and we say, "Is an apology owed here? Mm-hmm. Like, should the boys apologize, even though they swear they didn't do it? We have no proof of it. Yeah, you know." Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Sarah in Parkville. Should the boys apologize? No. And why? So I'm a mom, and if you don't have proof that my daughter did something, then I don't think there's any reason to apologize. And she just assumes that they did it. So fair, fair with the evidence thing, but you don't think that there's any connection there as far as the timing? Do we kind of see her reasoning there, or you're like, no, no proof, no convo, bye. I understand why she thinks they did it. However, there's no proof. And if my kid says that they didn't do something... You're going to believe your kid? I'm going to believe my my child. Okay. 410-583-1065. Ashley from Westminster, should the boys apologize? Yes, they should. I mean, no, no teenager is going to admit that they did something wrong. It is mm-hmm. true with with That's, no proof, with no proof. And the first no time proof. we yeah. had proof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they probably that, wouldn't have admitted to that either if she didn't have it on camera. I wouldn't have. Exactly. Right? I would bet money that they would have denied it if there was no video of the mailbox. Okay, four ten five eight three one zero six five. Heather from Towson. We're going to give you the final vote because we're tied up right now. Should the boys apologize? No. And why? Mm. It just doesn't make sense. If they were so forthcoming with it the first time, it doesn't sound like they did it again and then it as a mom of four kids for me it just doesn't add up okay well that's what we need to hear thank you for calling us thank you uh well denise i mean if we're going by majority rules i mean everybody's saying or at least majority saying you know they don't owe, they don't owe you an apology for this we don't have enough evidence yeah well i guess i'm getting more cameras <laughs> Are, does that, I mean, are you going to be able to move on? Move on, because what I don't want to do is in, in two weeks' time, we're coming back on the radio to talk about some other, you know, issue, issue. between the two of you guys. No, of course, of course not. I mean, they're kids, so, you know, it's just one of those things you do have to move on from. It's a, it's a shame, I, you know. This isn't a court of law, it's parenting. I would have liked to have seen a different outcome, but mm-hmm. it, that's the way it is. Cookie crumbles. Well, Angie, how does how does that make you feel? Um, I mean, my boys haven't done anything wrong, so I I don't necessarily feel vindicated. I mean, I don't know who did this to her pumpkin, and I'm sorry that it happened, but she really can't just accuse people without having any evidence. I mean, it's true. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this week we don't have, like, anything evidential to say this happened, you know? And I know that that's not... I, I, we also have proof that it did not happen, but unfortunately, yeah. I think because of this, Denise, we're just going to have to leave it as, like, a... I'm sorry about your pumpkin. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's all right. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. You done it. You done did it. Yep. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember Monday, you're like, ain't no way. <laughs> only only seven more hours till the weekend. Seven more hours. Seven, seven more, more hours. hours. <laughs> seven more hours. 
That sounds like a long time, though. That one doesn't help. One more that, sleep. No, that sounds better than Happy Monday. Happy Friday, everybody. You've made it to the end of the week. Yeah. Six o'clock club. Let's do it. Check in with us. 410-583-1065. We need every damn person in Maryland that's awake to text us this morning. I want to shout every person in this state out this morning. Mm-hmm. Texas. Jess, who's up? Carol, the shuttle driver. Good morning. Veronica, Jess, Art, and Rocky from Westminster. John, the Annapolis locator. Happy oh, Friday. Happy great. Purple Friday to Bonehead in Western Maryland. Good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Clever Kevin is with us. Hope Adobe, good morning. Lou and Glenn Bernie. Ingrid, good morning. Lisa, beautiful Beverly. Christine. Crystal in Northeast. Happy Friday. WB from Glen Burnie. Jess, the bus driver, and baby Emma. Maddie is with us. Anthony in Catonsville. Who else is up with us? Bayside Market Crew and Rock Hall. And June in Abingdon checking in, too. 410-583-1065. I have coined a new term, and I'm wondering if anyone else is suffering from this, but I realized this about myself this time last year. Mm. The the term is going to be called... Falsiety? Oh hell no! Ang falls. No, it'd be falsiety. It I guess. It yeah. If that's what's your, that's the vibe. Uh, the definition for that term will be when you realize there's so many fun things to do in the fall, but like time is of the essence. Yeah, you're like, huh, huh? What do I do? Where, I, where yeah, can I go? What should like, I do? There's so like Maryland, like the best place in the world to be in the fall is Maryland. So hundred percent, like, hands down. Period. We win fall every time. Leaves. Pumpkin patches, haunted houses. Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> right? like, Period. There's just so many things to do. But as like, I don't know if you felt the same way, but I felt like last week, last weekend, we kind of got cheated out of a fall weekend. I know. Which is like condensing our fall time. Mm. So as we're heading into like this weekend, I'm like. There's a lot of stuff to do. I want to go hiking. I'm supposed to, I was supposed to go to Fright Fest last weekend down at Six Flags, got canceled, and so mm. I got to go this weekend, which is fine. Yeah. But it's like, there's just, what about a pumpkin patch? I have not done a corn maze yet this year. Yeah, corn maze, pumpkins. I got three know, weeks. Goblins. How am I going to have time for pl- scary Zombies. movies? How am I going to make time for all this? Festivals. You can go drink at the zoo right now. There's like so <laughs> much to do. Falsiety, man. I don't know. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The Ravens are getting ready for their first Sunday night football appearance of the season against the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's been confirmed that Nelly will be taking the stage and performing at halftime at MT Bake Stadium. Of course, many fans remember Ravens legend Ray Lewis running out of the tunnel to the rapper's hit song, Hot in Here. So there's no word yet if Lewis will be making a guest appearance, but I would definitely be on the lookout for on Sunday night. Kickoff is at 8.20 p.m. Did we just find this out or was this known that Nelly? was going to be there. I saw this new story released earlier this week. Okay. So I'm not you, sure you if we all be, knew. Maybe like a big, this was like a couple of days ago. Maybe this was like nice. a last minute thing. I mean, he was here for the fair. Maybe he just can't get enough of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number two. President Biden is pardoning thousands of Americans convicted of simple possession of marijuana under federal law taking a step toward decriminalizing the drug and addressing charging practices that disproportionately impact people of color. Now, this action applies to everyone who has a conviction on the charge at the federal level, not state. 
which is why the president is also calling on governors to take the same action at the state level and to issue similar pardons for those convicted for state offenses, which reflect the majority of marijuana possession cases. How do you feel about that? I think it's about time, to be honest with you. Uh, There's a lot of people who went away for a very, very long time for this, and I don't think that's okay. I just think we've got better things to do, and go ahead and send me your angry messages, whatever, it's Friday. I I don't, no one should be in prison, or even jail in my, unless you're selling it to kids, Mm -hmm. I don't think we should criminalize Weed. Well, I, think, I just don't think it's necessary. Especially how it is now. And if there's people that are still like getting in trouble and serving time when we have dispensaries everywhere, it's, it's like, what the hell? It seems like it's time. Number one. Lizzo has officially filed for a trademark for her signature flute known as the <laughs> Sasha flute. The application calls for a range of products in both the digital and physical sphere. So she is trademarking NFTs, animated TV programs, movies, toys, clothing, anything you name it. If you didn't know, her flute already has its own Instagram page with over 300,000 followers and this follows Lizzo's recent performance in the DMV where she played a crystal flute from the 1800s once owned by President James Madison. I never thought I would talk about a flute as much as we've talked about a flute this week on the show. Listen, the flute got her to the Library of Congress. She made history playing this flute. I think the next thing is we're going to see her basically teaching people how to play the flute. And she's going to release a program of flute lessons at this point. Okay, so if I were to take myself back to, like, middle school band, like, the flute was not the cool instrument to play. Right. Like, you better play, like, the saxophone. You better play, like, the, the drums. drums. Yeah. Like, the guitar. If we're put on, like, cool hierarchy, flute... Mm-hmm. And to be to arguably, I played the worst instrument. I played the French horn. Oh, I only played the recorder because we had to. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Like my mom made me play the French horn. You want to talk about like not being cool? So how play awesome the French is this? Horn. How awesome so is this? the flute, I feel like it's, she's, she's out here playing the flute and twerking at the same time. The clout for the flute has gone up immensely. We love to see it. Since that. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Happy Friday, by the way. Not just an any Friday. It's a purple Friday. So if you listen to the show, you know what's next. And it goes a little something like this. Come on. change my vocabulary, Jess. I'm not going to say we have a Ravens game coming up on Sunday. I'm going to say we have a Ravens win coming up on Sunday. Absolutely. That's the kind of energy we need this season. You know what I mean? Yes. So, Fridays on the show, purple every Purple Friday, we do something called the Kramer and Jess Flock Line. Mm-hmm. For those that are new, you want to explain? This is the state's biggest pep rally. Everybody's invited, and we need you to call us, 866-FLOCKLINE. Get on the radio and cheer on the team. Basically, just imagine you're at M&T Bank Stadium, and like, what would you be yelling? Because we need to get that kind of energy mm-hmm. on the radio this morning, okay? So, yeah, if you're wearing purple, you better be calling 866-FLOCK-LINE. 866-FLOCK-LINE. And let's, like, light the city up this morning with purple, man. I just, I just want to say, go Ravens. <laughs> you threw me off there, sir. I love that. Thought it was a be slow buildup. I love it. 866-FLOCK-LINE. Here's a little Ravens chant. Sunday we battle, so our pulse is racist. 
regardless of the team we might be facing. Okay. For we are Ravens and we're ready to fight whether Sunday or Thursday or Monday night. Okay. Our pulse is quickened, but not due to fear. It's just the excitement of the battle so near. True. We've come prepared, so it's time to soar. Take us for granted. Nevermore, nevermore. Go, Ravens! Yes! Can we take a second? Ravens fans are so talented. We have so many spoken word moments on <laughs> for the flock line. <laughs> you think anybody else would do that? Any Literally. City? No. Any of the team? No. Come on. 866-FLOCK-LINE. Call us. 866-FLOCK-LINE. Leave us a message. Cheer on the team. Let's go. Hey, Grammar. Hey, Jess. Oh, yeah. It's me, Mikkel, fan favorite number four. Yes. And I'm talking to you, Ravens. This was the second time this season when we were up and halftime came. So this is what I gotta say. Mm. It's fourth and goal. And you're behind <laughs> by two points. <laughs> and that's how you gotta play. Play it hard! Play it fast! Play it straight! And get down that line! Get those kills! You guys are lit up this morning, man. That's how I feel inside. We need this win. We, Friday, it's beautiful out. It's Purple Friday. A lot going on this weekend. Oh, Friday, Friday, too. Let's go. It's time for Friday, Friday. <laughs> Feels good to let it out. Yeah, it does. It does. I... I <laughs> it does, and we love tears, and we cry on this show. I couldn't think of the right transition to get into this, but that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Friday Karate. If you're new to this, it's a game that we've created around Jess's sensitivity to everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is Jess is going to tell you three stories in the next 60 seconds or so. Two of those stories, uh, the stories are going to be of why she possibly could have cried this week because she's a big crier, right? I am. So two of these stories, by the way, completely made up. One of these is my life is the real reason of why she cried. You guess the right one. You win the prize, the prize this week. A pack of four tickets to the Maze Quest Fun Park so you can go to their 2022 Alice in Wonderland Corn Maze. Can you tell which one of these is the real cry? We'll start with story number one. Story number one. So I made this like recap video of the wedding I went to over the weekend with my family and friends. It had been a year since I saw everybody. Posted this. Everybody loved it. And I was like sitting by myself watching it for the 600th time. And I was like, what if I put like some emotional instrumental under this video? Maybe like what kind of a oomph would I give it? And when I tell you that this (laughs) 59 second video turned into the most emotional romantic comedy montage I've ever seen in my life broke me down. Like, broke me down. It's funny what a little music can do. I promise you, Friday, Friday, nowhere near as entertaining without this. Be yeah, like, just, so I was, like, crying. And, um, you know, not the same, but then you... <laughs> it adds the drama. It's different. Okay, all right. Story number two. Yep. So, my boyfriend, Garage Boy, graduated from college in August... And he's been working super hard to finish everything online while working full-time. We're super proud of him. And he finally got his diploma in the mail yesterday. Yeah. 
And like the look on his face of how excited he was, because the whole time he's like, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. But I think him actually getting the physical copy in person was really sweet. So it was emotional to see his reaction. He's worked hard too. Mm-hmm. It's been hard through COVID and everything else. It was weird. So like proud of him. Okay, story number three. This is the real reason of why Jess cried this week. Story number three. Have you ever had a day off work basically dangled in front of your face and then just ripped from you? Because that's what happened to me this week. Something happened where like we almost couldn't come into the studio and Kramer and my boss were like having this text exchange after I was like totally asleep. And so I wake up and there's like 20 different messages and it's like, are you going to come in? Can we come in? I don't know. Maybe. No, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like looking, I'm like, oh my God, do I not have to go into work today? Because I'm exhausted. I'm coming off of like a California trip. So I'm thinking, oh my God, do, can I like sleep in today? And we ended up having to come to work. So I was like crying, getting ready because I was so tired. Why do y'all do that to me? That was the most dramatic version of what actually happened. But that literally happened. You guys always have these like random conversations yeah. after 9 p.m. when I'm yeah. already asleep. Okay, somebody so in, in I our wake building up. contracted COVID and we were trying to decide it was safer not to come in. That was what actually happened. But you guys didn't even <laughs> it end it with the solution. You didn't even end it with like, so what are we going to do? It was open-ended and I'm confused. If that's the real cry this week, I'm quitting. I'm quitting this week. <laughs> I swear to God, you'll never hear him on this radio station ever again. I just, you guys cannot do that. It's kind of messed up. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just hit my max. Can I think. you just imagine? Yeah, I, I can't do the same thing. I was crying over it. I don't know. It would just be nice if you, if whatever happens after I'm already asleep, at least put the answer in. Because I can't wake up thinking it's going to be one thing and then it's not. Because you guys didn't even put the answer in there. What was the real cry this week? Yes. All right, what we got? Uh, Lori on line three was first in Parkville. Okay. Hi, Lori. Hello. Hi. You think it's story number one, number two, or number three? And number two. Why number two? Well, I have a daughter in college, and I know how hard it is, and I would be a, a wreck. Like, when yeah. she yeah. Garage boy finishing up college. Pretty emotional, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Jess, was that the real cry this week? That was not the real cry this week. I think oh. we were just so happy and excited. No happy tears. We were just like, yeah! You know what it is! Let's go! It was more of that kind of reaction. Thank you for trying. Thanks, I Lori. swear to you, if it's story number three, it is going to be a problem. For who? Everyone involved. For who? Everyone involved. Not me. You. I'm clocking out at 10. <laughs> All right, I'm not, and my phone will be on Do Not Disturb. Thank who's, you. Who's next? Uh, <laughs> this is Blaze. Uh, on Wait, Blaze, Blaze? Blaze? Blaze, Blaze. Blaze. Uh, oh, Blaze. Blaze, you, you play this game a lot, don't you? Well, yeah, I listen to it every, every Friday. And, and, you're, <laughs> and you're how old, Blaze? Um, I turned 11 last week. Oh, happy, happy birthday, Blaze. Happy birthday, Blaze. I swear, there's nothing worse, <laughs> Jess, than telling a child they did not win the radio game, so Blaze, I, I'm Blaze, what, what story do you think it is? I think it's story number three. Okay, story number three and is why? the one that is about Jess feeling like she had a day off of work. With Kramer and, and my boss just being out of pocket. Why do you think that is, Blaze? Because, um, when you, like, like, if you go on a long trip and then you, like, get home... You really don't want to do anything the next day because you're so tired. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're right. Yeah. Jessica, you got a hard call right now. Somebody's about to get mad. I'm not sure it's me or Blaze, though. Blaze, that is not the real cry, but listen to me. You have played this game 782 times, <laughs> and I need to send you to the corn maze 
And I have an extra pair. I have an extra four-pack of tickets, and I want to send you. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Right. He, so he, don't, he don't go anywhere. Hang on, fan, Hang on a second. Hang on a second, please. It only gives us one option left. Thank God, by the way. <laughs> this is Sarah from Timonium. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. You chose which story? Number one. Story number one was about this video. Uh, and Why did you think it was that one? Because I know how sentimental Jess is, and I like her. If you put some emotional music on the back, it right Girl, now. It's, it's a piano and a violin. It'll <laughs> give me every single time. <laughs> All right. That was uh, that was the real cry I'll send it to week. you if you feel like crying. I mean, if you ever just need to, I can literally send it to you directly. Okay. Love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. You win Friday Karate for the week. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. A Baltimore company is sending 25,000 pounds of chicken to Hurricane Ian victims. Holly Poultry is sending a semi-truck stacked full of meat, which is enough to feed 78,000 people, along with several pallets of drinking water. The company has customers and some of their workers on the ground in Florida to help with the delivery, and it'll be going to Mercy Chefs, who have been serving over 20,000 meals a day to the community. In addition to this initial load, Holly Poultry and H&S Bakery in Baltimore are planning on sending down a second shipment in the next few weeks. How Baltimore is that, though? How you know amazing. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, anything happens here, it's like, boom, we got you. Anything happens now, apparently, off the country, we got you. Number two. There's a lot of Edgar Allan Poe festivities this weekend to celebrate the 173rd anniversary of his death, but there's also two Baltimore festivals that will be celebrating big milestones this weekend as well. The Pigtown Festival turns 20, and the Baltimore Greek Festival is celebrating 50 years. The Pigtown Festival is this Saturday from noon to 7 p.m. with races, hat making, and other family activities on Washington Boulevard. And then the Greek Festival is running today through Sunday. Greek food, dancing, music, and more on Preston Street. I was saying earlier, I have a new term that I've coined called fallsiety. Yeah. Which is... Man, in Maryland, there's so many things to do in the fall. I mean, just in this weekend alone, it is popping off. Like, how do you get everything done? Like, what do you choose? Because there's so many fall things you could do outside. There's so many Halloween things. There's corn mazes. I want a Euro. I want to go to a a corn maze. I want to go see Edgar Allan Poe. Like, I'm really mixed up right now. Number one. So when we first heard that Giselle and Tom Brady were splitting up, rumors were that it was primarily about football. Rumors that were immediately shot down. But now sources close to Giselle tell TMZ that not only is football a huge part of it, but Giselle has separated from Tom multiple times and threatened to divorce him several times over the years. And it was all over football. In the past couple months, they have have been able to work around the issue, but apparently Brady coming back for this last season was the final straw, and now both parties have officially lawyered up. According to reports, both have hired high-profile family lawyer attorneys in South Florida, and they're already working on terms, including a property settlement. I think both of them, and I literally mean both of them, have to accept that he is married to football first, mm. and that's not healthy for a relationship, you know? I mean, that's what we say. That's what we say, but we also don't know what conversations were had prior and promises that he's made and maybe guarantees that he made her before they even got into it. That's what I'm saying. But the fact is, he's going to choose football over over the family and we've seen that now and apparently i think the separation actually happened way before we knew about it because i watch a football like podcast on youtube and Mm -hmm. he used to be a player and he was saying that a lot of their inner circle knew about it but they didn't even want to talk about it publicly because they didn't want to mess with him for the season Mm -hmm. and then the news broke so i think we're kind of late to the party on this one this is jess and that was your top three 
Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. 